Welcome to the Leland Podcast. Week eight. God damn it. Lunde, I never podcast. get less annoyed at you. <laughs> I Week. never get less annoyed. <laughs> week uh, eight came and went. And boy, howdy, what a week it fucking was. Let's talk about that. We got a. I mean, yes, presumably. <laughs> we got a match review for uh, C9 versus uh, TL coming up. We got who yep. do we think is going to finish first? I, good, good ass question. We got Rip uh, we Fox. Press F in the chat. Why did I just. Why would, oh, my notifications are on. Whatever, that's gonna, that might happen a few more times. What, uh, what, I didn't hear anything. I, I don't know. I got a message from somebody. Uh, and then we got TSM versus TL match preview. Uh, I don't think this is a quite a long week. We might talk about the Rick Fox thing for a while, though. No. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, but also... We'll see how it goes. So... I, there are a few... I have a few questions for you in the in the next week pick, so that might take up a little time. <laughs> yeah, you can ask me all those questions all you want. Alright, so let's go to this week's uh, pick results here. Heck yes, Anthony beat me by one. One win. We're only one win apart now, if my totals are correct. <laughs> Which I don't trust, but I'm not going to go back and do no, the math. I was going to say, you're welcome to go figure it out no, yourself. No, <laughs> I don't care enough to do the math. Uh, I would care more if there were stakes, uh, but I don't even think there are bragging rights on the line. Because uh, so, I don't care. <laughs> so there's some pretty big upsets this week. Uh, I, yeah, I, I no, cannot actually, this fucking was, this lie. This is a crazy week to be. Like, I don't know how this happened, week. but Cloud9 lost to FlyQuest and then beat, beat Team Liquid. Friel. Yeah. They beat Friel after losing to fucking FlyQuest. You don't, FlyQuest you don't make this shit up, man. And then TL looked like they were about to lose to Optic, but Optic just couldn't close. TL were so close to having an 0-2 week this week, and it would have been hilarious, and it would have destroyed the buy placements if that happened. Someone needs to give these script writers an Emmy. They're really <laughs> pushing it. Like broadcast journalism, whatever I, it is, I think, these script writers are pushing it. I think they want, like, LCS won something for the Season 7 World's Finals, or at least Riot did. I, it was either about? an Emmy or a sports award of some kind for the, for the show. Probably a sports award. I don't actually know if Emmys are TV. Yes, um, they are. Sure Emmys are TV, Golden Globes are whatever the hell the Golden Musicals. Globes are. No, Musical. that's the Grammys. No, no, that's, no that's the Tonys. The Tonys are musicals. Yeah, what are the Golden Globes then? I, I don't know. There's some weird amalgamation, but that's not what the show's about. <laughs> Best in film and television. That's my point. See, that's they just dumb. they just anyway. do their own thing. So back to the picks. Anyway, back to actually. <laughs> GGS also really showed up this week. Yes. Which I wish they didn't. But... I don't have your uh, picks updated here, actually. So that's uh, my bad. <laughs> I don't. I still have your uh, GGS picks from the week before because I never rewrote your. Uh... Oh, you don't have. Wait, what are you talking about? It still about? says GGS, but. Oh uh, yeah, I. But you uh, flip flopped on them, so GGS would have been correct. But uh... I know. Ooh. So minor error in the graphics. I don't have time to fix it. <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, so the GGS would have been correct, however, I flip-flopped, and, of course, that is unfortunate for me, but very good for GGS, and I'm trying not to be a spoil sport, <laughs> so, uh, uh, congratulations to them, I mean, it looked like a pretty solid win against 100 Thieves, they were up a decent amount of gold, I think that's five, that's 8k gold, give or get, it's 8k almost on the nose, three drakes to one, 
uh, up uh, seven kills. So, you know, that's real good. FBI was looking pretty good this weekend, too. 603, dude, on that Ezreal. Ooh, nasty boys. I just I don't know what 100 Thieves are doing this game specifically. Let me just Which check. one? 100 Thieves? Oh. The, the GGS the 100 Thieves game. Uh, That's my phone. I don't know why it takes to ban round two to ban Aatrox, apparently. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Everyone's like all over Aatrox. That's another theme for this week. What the fuck are we doing with Aatrox? Why? Who? How? What the fuck? Oh, Tristana top. I hate it. I don't think it was super useful, but they still won anyways. <laughs> I don't think it hurt them, but I don't think it helped them either. It didn't win lane that much. It's definitely something that I was annoyed to see. Uh, and I was kind of thankful I don't play this game too much anymore in normals because I'm addicted to TFT. But I was like, oh, if I played this game, I would have to really give a shit about seeing that in my game. So now, ooh, God bless, dude. It didn't make much sense to me. I don't imagine. Did they pick it first? Like before the enemy top? I don't think so. That's an insane blind pick. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I feel like it has a lot of losing matchups, but you're the top laner, so correct me if I'm wrong. Well, the thing against most top laners, it can just farm without even yeah. trying, but it can also just harass the fuck out of you. The only problem is it was into Kled. So Kled is a really sticky champion, and once Kled gets on you, it's really hard to get him off you because he lets him follow back up. His Q has an interrupt for j jump, so if you time it poorly, you're going to get fucked, and then it's still a slow and a pullback. So he's got so much to stick on you with, and I'm just, I'm just at, just wondering why you would pick this into Kled. He's even got anti-heal. What were they running? Yeah, press know. the attack? Yeah, press the attack was probably the option here. It was either that or, uh, what's it called? Um, lethal tempo. Yeah, dude, I don't. I mean, listen, you're the top laner here. The I only just, thing I'm seeing, the only thing I'm literally, the only thing I'm noticing is how low the top laner vision scores were. But there were a lot of low vision scores this game. Uh, uh, 25 at 28 game. minutes isn't too bad. It's not good. I mean, it's hard to get any higher. Especially not when, when, you, have when you have to buy a QSS and sit on it. Nah. <laughs> listen, I, it's my favorite pastime is shit talking your lane for your low vision scores on average. <laughs> Because I sit there in top lane and just farm. No, not just hours. you. I mean, just like top lane. Like all y'all motherfuckers sitting up there contributing quite literally nothing to the vision of the team. Oh, oh! Don't shake your head. You know I'm right, you piece of shit. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't like it. I I just I I don't like it. Just, don't like I feel like it's toxic. I don't like I don't like just on a top. I feel like it's toxic, and I just feel like it shouldn't be in the game. And I feel like range top laners should be super susceptible to death a lot. And this one just didn't. It just didn't happen. But I still feel like they didn't win through it. I feel like they went through mid lane and bot lane a lot more than uh yeah, than through top. Especially a, a range champion that has like a borderline free disengage <laughs> on like an 18 second cooldown. You know, yeah, like it's like a you know, <laughs> I don't know. It seems to me that a lot. Of, I mean, I think rain champions obviously always really good at their melee champions. Even champions like Clem that haven't seen chase times. It's like cool. Well, Clem actually beats Quinn. Like that. That's a thing. Sure, but Quinn doesn't have like a fucking half screen leap. <laughs> like, it's just right? the like, direction actually. 
does not have screen either. But it, the point is, it's like, okay, Kled ults you, you wait to get, as an AD carry, you just play Tristan into Kled. It's like, okay, you wait for it to hit, and then as soon as he casts his rope, then you jump, and you're just fine. <laughs> like, you're just okay. There's nothing he can do about it. His dash isn't anywhere near yours. Skarner doesn't have the mobility, even with Predator, to run up on you. If you have Flash W, great. Good fucking luck, dude. Like, you're gonna have to tower dive me. <laughs> like, And if I'm already under tower, good luck. Like, it's so unbelievably safe, and it seems extremely difficult to punish just with this comp alone. Uh, maybe just in general, though. I don't know the new nuances. Range top lanes topics. are stupid safe, and I don't like how safe they are. Range champions are stupid safe. Alright! <laughs> Let's move on to our match of the week. We got Cloud9 versus Team Liquid. Yes. This was looking up to be like a, a fight for first, and I want to say it lived up to it, but the last like six minutes, I just don't... What? You don't <laughs> have any faith in TL? It's not that. It's, I'm just sitting here like, how the hell does C9 come up like that? Like, they just turned in this game that looked really close. TL had a gold lead for like the whole game. From what I remember. And no, I mean, it was uh, kind of. not. Eh. When did they drop their gold lead? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember if they ever had like a huge one. And I think it was sort of like going back and forth pretty tight. But I don't actually remember. So I would say that I should shut up. They only finished with a 6-ish K, 5-ish K gold lead. No, I know. I'm not saying they were ending behind. Oh, it was a. Cl I'm saying it was a close game, but I just like, I never felt like either team was extremely ahead. And I know for a lot of the game, they're about one and a half or two k ahead. But C9 basically won a fight for Baron. Yeah. And then plowed that Baron all the way to the Nexus, like it was. What, what year was that? Season seven or season eight? I don't remember like, where that know. was the meta. Where it was just like, you played a first Baron, and then first Baron just ends the game. Oof. I don't, like, I wanted to have more to say about this game. Because it was supposed to be insane. But it wasn't. But, like, and I don't even it feel like Teal fucked up. gameplay where C9 was getting ahead in kills and never lost the kill lead. They it shrank for a little bit, and I think it might have tied it four four for a second. But I think they were it was really at five four. I don't really remember, but it just seemed like C nine was winning skirmishes off Niski's early game Keanu, uh, especially with the Gragas roams and the synergy top lane, uh, and off of that, TL was prioritizing objectives a lot better, especially because of Impact's ability to out sort of out-pressure Licorice in lane in the 1v1, both top and bot when they switched. But, like, sure, they kept a, a 2k golden lead. Sure, they had a couple more objectives. They were even in dragons, but they just kept dying. <laughs> like, And even if, like, like, obviously you can win a game down in kills if you're up in objectives, but when you're down 10 kills, right, and any time you see an enemy team member, you're blowing a flash, you're blowing an ultimate, you're blowing your cooldowns you're disengages and you're just running because if you don't you die right like that to me seems just like a really bad place to be and it, it seemed like they literally just out like they just got out killed right which is weird because usually in pro games we see out 
objectiving, out maneuvering, out macro gaming. This didn't even really feel like an out macro gaming as much. It was just like a, all right, we're going to kill them and whatever up, whatever's up, we're doing it, right? Like there was that one super extended fight that started in Drake where they chased Smithy all the way up to Red Side Raptors. And they were like, it seemed like they were just like, well, fuck it. Like we won the fight and Baron's right here. So I guess we're doing it, right? Like, I don't know. But uh, it didn't seem like there was like that tight, like choke out so much as it was just like a beating someone over and over until they died. So in the early game, I, I really noted this, that TL were getting objectives. They got two early Drakes, not early, but like they got the first two Drakes and Harold, or no, I think they got a Drake and Harold. And then they transitioned a really bad mistake by C9 into two kills and three turrets. Mm-hmm. So that was actually insane. And I really thought that they were going to take control of the map after that. But then they just didn't. Like, I don't, I don't know what, ha- what really happened next. But it felt like they just fell off a little bit. And they literally just didn't have the pre- other than impact. It felt like there wasn't a lot of pressure. And I didn't even feel like impact had that much pressure, right? Yes, he was out pushing him. Uh, when, they, when they had the conversation on the desk about the pressure difference, it was a one kill difference, a one death difference, and a one assist difference where impact was, I think, uh, up a kill, down an assist, down a death, and up one single CS. <laughs> and he was up no, I like they were even in items. Or I think that Licorice hadn't backed to finish a second item but had all the components, right? So like they were super even in build. And so yeah, like he was losing the 1v1, but then when he got to the team fights, the rest of Impact's team didn't have enough pressure that Impact could just go in, alt in, do his shit, especially because well, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's AD, AD cannon. cannon. He's AD Cannon. He can't go in and do his shit if his team's not popping off, and his team's really not popping off. Jensen didn't have a lot of pressure. Jensen didn't really do much for the team. Niski was looking crazy. Fucking Yumi Ezreal, super safe lane. Super, super safe lane. Plus, into uh, Tom, Tom Kanchsono, a lot of lane pressure there. Uh, post sort of four ish uh, earlier if you get roams but and then sneaky just sort of I think got kills really off of the fact that his team was super far ahead and that's a fine way to get kills as an AD carry I abuse that strategy whenever I can <laughs> a lot less work for me but still like, it literally just felt like the TL bot lane was never really ahead and they didn't have any pressure right uh, and whenever they were utilizing the strengths of their bot lane they were getting punished for it like i'm sure you remember the gragas ultimate on to kench that force double lift to immediately flash yeah. that's so big right like they get a kill and blow the double lift flash right like it felt like literally they were just kind of playing every single fight or skirmish like near perfectly and they won the game off that which is a, a fight i mean yeah short of that one time where they lost three turrets but the, I mean, I'm talking about fights. Well, no, that was uh, a fight. Yeah. That was two fights yeah, that, right. that happened, top and bottom. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's short of that one, but like literally everything else just felt like they were just like, all right, we're, we're just going to kill you. <laughs> like, And that was a very early game fight, right? It didn't, and they didn't seem to be able to transition after yep. that fight to continuing to win fights. Looking at the end game screen, it, it, it kind of looks like the real thing that won this game was. Uh, Niski being ahead, he had like four four kills and zero deaths at one point, 
And yet, early that was game. all the he kills. Was and, yeah, it was all the kills for C9 early. It was, was Niski, it was 4-0, and he died, I think, bot lane in a bad fight. Yeah, yeah, that was the bad fight that lost in three turns. Yeah. And Indeed. That means TF has to sit there and take it. So TF yes. can't roam anymore. TF can't even, like, exchange in lane. TF was basically put out of commission off of all that early gold put onto Kiana. And I, and I think between that and AD Kennen... TL had no options for how to like do, how to get this game in control, and they like they just they got they had nothing and they just fell fell right off the map. Though, yeah. the Sona Tom Kench stayed very even against Ezreal Yumi. Now, mm -hmm. I honestly don't think that's as impressive as a lot of people would say it is. No, I think Ezreal Yumi is pretty weak early game. Yeah, I, I don't feel like it's that strong, especially into the heavy sustain lane of uh, Sona T TK. No, yeah, they're not winning a lot of fights, and their poke is borderline useless against the regen of TK and the spammable heal of Sona. They really get off the ground post like post an item and a half when they or on a jungle game. And they have like right? no like, kill potential in lane before six. No, unless someone really messes up. And then the reason I mentioned four earlier is just that's usually when like you'll be safe enough with a point in everything and a point, two points, and one thing that you'll be able to trade a little bit better, right? But, like, your Ezreal Q damage level one is booty cheeks. Pre-six, you're, I mean, for most of the game, your auto damage is booty cheeks, right? Like, you're not really doing anything there. And it just, at that point, turns into a poke lane. And so, like, they're fine, but they can't contest as, like, aggressively as, like, Sivir someone else can. So, so them going very, I'd say, even with Tom Kensona is probably not that big of an accomplishment playing into Ezreal Yumi, who are no, not very at all. much Especially, the, it would have been more impressive if they carried it in, in the mid-game when Ezreal really starts to come online. But that's when they really started to fall off and lose all of their pressure and potential. So, RIP them. Maybe this is the week you used that picture I sent you. I see that every week and it makes me laugh. So. Anyway. Did you hear about you a... Sneaky being rather like, like, I don't know, He's he's been talking a lot of shit about the casters and what they like to say about him recently? Well, they like to shit talk him. I mean, yeah, but... I, 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 I Okay, I should qualify anything I'm about to say with, I have not heard about what you are talking about. So I've met, well, this is you've heard about memeing. You've heard about them all, everyone's talking about how Sneaky has not been performing very well in lane. Like, at least the C9 sure. bot lane as a whole has not been performing super I've heard highly. it a few times here and there by fucking liars and slanderers, you know? <laughs> so, uh, last week uh, on Hotline League, or two weeks ago, I don't remember, uh, the your camera's shaking. Uh, Mark Z was saying that he's not sure if... Uh, someone asked if Sneaky was going to retire or not at the end of this year because he seemed to be... See, to the person who asked, he seemed to be like getting further and further away from the game. Probably just like a, a rando asking, right? Yeah, and I've then, never watched it. I don't know the format. Uh, it's just a call-in show. They okay. have people calling us. So it's just like some dude on Discord. Yes. It's like, is he gonna retire? Okay, got it. So then he basically says a hypothetical about what might be Sneaky's plan. Like he might actually be aiming to retire. He's doing a lot of other things. He's streaming. He's uh, doing his cosplay on Patreon. So maybe he wants to transition out of being a pro player into doing other things. But it's not Probably exactly not. like he's saying that's going to happen. He's just sort of like, this is possible. I don't think he would, but he could. Now that spiraled into Sneaky talking about that as if Mark Z had no idea what he was talking about, and he seemed to miss the context to me, but... Well, I he don't might not know. have seen the show. 
Well, if someone he just was watching something... the whole segment, like he was watching oh. through the whole segment. I don't know. I haven't seen any of this, so I don't know, and I can't comment. But this week, I love sneaky. I love sneaky, and I won't accept any dishonor on his name. Before this weekend, he was talking shit about other casters, and it brought up a conversation in the, in the match thread about whether sneaky is just especially after um the FlyQuest game because they had just lost the FlyQuest about whether Sneaky was really, like, taking all the criticism about the bad split to heart. So I guess I'll ask you this question. Do you think Sneaky is going to retire at the end of this year? Dude, I don't fucking or know. Or is he going fuck? to be kicked off of uh, uh, C9 for Deathly? For what? For Deathly, who just joined oh, for and just got played. Yes, I remember. I remember looking that up because I was like, where's Key? And then... Turns out he's some Golden Guardians. How'd you miss that Academy. Damn. Don't pay attention to the trade. <laughs> um, let me think. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> look, I know that's like a shitty cop-out answer. There are still people who've been playing in the league as long as him or longer who maybe have taken a little bit of time off who are still in the league. So I don't think it would be ridiculous for him to stay in the league. Um, would I be surprised if he retired? Like... Kind of. He doesn't seem like he's gearing down, right? Like, people have been talking about his play, but, like, a lot of players and a lot of sports have ups and downs in their performance across seasons or quarters or splits, right? And however you design your schedule, right? Like, it could just it could just be other things, right? Like, there are times when players play really poorly because of other stuff happening in their life. First of all, I don't even think he's playing, like, really poorly. I think that's an exaggeration. I think he's not playing at his typical level. But that's still really good, right? <laughs> like, he's one of the best NAAD carries ever. And so, like, his not very good is much better than a lot of other AD carries in the league. I think he's still capable of matching up to a lot of people. Uh, I think he's still capable of matching up to people who pick Sona every game, even though they're marksman players. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it was a dumb decision anyway i don't know uh, i would be pretty surprised if he retired right i because especially because i think at this point where esports is it's not that weird for him to be streaming a lot and doing patreon cosplay right like streaming takes up the most time out of those two other activities obviously but i also am confident that like if he was really like if he really needed to be training or scrimming and he wouldn't be streaming right i have no i i would be shocked if anyone really believes sneaky was ditching scrims to stream well anyone well, who says that yeah anyone who says that about any of these pro players is probably full of no, shit they're, they're wrong and dumb right <laughs> so like it doesn't seem bad to me for him to stream right because he's just he's doing his scrims right and the cosplay stuff it's like what you take like 6 hours on a fucking some random ass night where you don't scram. Well, or no, stuff. well, his girlfriend makes the cosplays and he just. No, that's what I mean. I'm talking about for the photo shoots, right? Okay. For the photo shoots, it's like, what, a few hours a day? Great. Okay. <laughs> People were saying like, on Reddit that it would take okay. an hour. Oh, an hour. I think he does them once a month. I'm not sure. But it would take a f one hour to do a cosplay photo shoot. And oh boy, do I have news for you people. No, that's so wrong. <laughs> As someone who got a degree in fine arts and spent a lot of time photographing people in set, like on sets, it takes fucking forever. Like, it's a lot of time. It's, and that's okay, right? But like, 
I if that's what he does on his day off, that's what he does on his day off. If that's what he does on his day off, that's what he does on his day off. And that's not probably, that's really probably not hurting him, right? Like, I also can't hold it against him for, like, wanting to make money, right? Like, or make content or do something he enjoys. It's, like, cool. Like, that's fine. So I would be, I would honestly be shocked if he, I, maybe not shocked. I, I wouldn't, I'm not expecting retirement. I'm not expecting a benching like long-term or permanent or firing that would be that would be really wild to me uh, for, what about you uh well but before we get to that uh for reference he has 1354 patreons patrons yeah so i mean that's a lot so for me i don't know because you the can't you can't disrespect securing the bag that's okay. all. so uh for me the way that uh a lot of twitch subs god damn the way that uh they put in deathly and the way that they phrase it is they're looking for their seventh man out of kumo and deathly those are the two that they have up for their seventh man into playoffs right now by the way which makes sense given right. blabber's recent performance yes. and the fact that niski seems basically fine and can play against anybody on most things but yeah. i think that it's likely that he's very unhappy about getting benched. Was it last split or last year? I think it was last year, right? It was last year. It was Jensen was still on the team, so. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was really unhappy about that happening. And Unsurprising. Yeah, no. I think I, they showed that in the video. I think they were a little unhappy that they were like being filmed and didn't realize it when that happened, but that's a different problem. Um, I don't so, know if they didn't realize it. I just don't think they knew it was happening and then weren't happy about it. So, um... I think if they do choose Deathly, which I honestly don't think is the pick, just straight up. Uh, He's probably much better than Deathly. But I'm just thinking he might not be as happy with playing with an understudy, if you will. So it's hard to it, like it's hard to come to a full conclusion here. But I I don't think he will be he will be content with playing with a uh, second eighty carrier second man, and I don't think he will want to be swapping time if they ever get to that kind of point. So he may so, look for another team if that happens, like what happened with Wild Turtle. Sure. Here's what I think, though. C9 has never really pushed that seven-man roster outside of playoffs and international play. Right? Oh, yes, they have. In fact, that was how they uh, they picked... I think they were in Golden Glue Blabber in a game against Team Liquid because they decided that that was going to be their best matchup against them. Oh, that's fair. But it's not, like, frequent. <laughs> it's not, but yeah. it's also... They've only been doing this whole system for, like, a year. I guess so. I don't know. But I don't think it would be... I don't think it would be something he would get upset about in a playoff or, like, world situation. Maybe. That, to me, seems... That, to me, seems more like, okay, fine, right? Like, if he's splitting time... Like they were doing with Greg and Acadian every week, you know, indefinitely until they make a decision that I could see getting under his skin or making him unhappy, and I think reasonably so. Uh, I think Kumo's probably just a better pick, given that Licorice has been sort of 50-50 lately, and he we, might still be We got to see injured. both Kumo and Deathly play this split, and Kumo definitely impressed more people. Yeah, including us, I think. Mm -hmm. Not to speak for you, but I think given how we've had a whole segment about Kumo and not one about Deathly... <laughs> And it's fair to say that. So, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a big sneaky fan, uh, although I am. Um, I just think it would be a very odd decision. I don't know. But especially because 
Okay, his typically with bot lanes, C9 has gone all or nothing, right? Like this is one of the first times that they've like swapped their AD without swapping their support, right? Like that just happened a lot. I mean, like even they... sm even Smoothie missed some games when they wanted Keith and Zazel to initially play together. Well, to get yes, but that was because they were putting in. Zazel. That was during the benching. Yeah, that was during the whole benching thing, which is hard to fully understand what their whole logic process was there. No, exactly. But like, to, so for them to C9 doesn't seem like a team historically who split up their bot lanes, right? So to take one of them and put them in consistently, I think would be an odd move for the org. Although who knows, they do a lot of things I don't expect, which is good. Get success out of it, but you know, so I would be pretty surprised. Uh, if they do go with Deathly over them, I think we would both have a lot of questions, but I think then it would probably be more reasonable for him to, you know, more. Oh, especially since Lickers has uh, had an injury with his hand already. That's another reason. So that's why, that's what I was Kuma. saying. Not only does Kuma perform more impressively, but we don't know if Licorice is still on the up and up or if he will re aggravate it or what will happen. And one might want to be safe and not dump their 10 man roster or 7 man roster. And then just be stuck with like running deftly or sneaky top lane and <laughs> working it out or sneaky mid and nisky top, right? Like that sounds bad. <laughs> so, okay. But I'd be pretty surprised. All right. But all right. you want to do nothing else? Who will finish first? Who's first? Who's first place, man? Who do you, who, you who think, is the first place pick? Who do you think is going to get it? Considering our next week's matchups and all the information we have garnered from the eight previous weeks of play, who will take first? C9, Team Liquid, or Counter Logic Gaming? I'm pretty sure those are the only three teams that can... Maybe. Can TSM not get it? No, TSM can't get it. Oh, shit. Damn. TSM have nine wins, uh, Team Liquid have 12. There's no way they can get it. Oh shit! Though I am pretty sure that CLG and Cloud9 oh, both shit. have clinched playoffs. I totally, I think so too. I totally should have picked fucking PSM over TL then. <laughs> Fuck, forgot about that. Anyway, um, hopes and dreams, man. Hopes and dreams. Listen, I don't pay attention to anything. Okay, I don't think it's CLG. That would be crazy. They look crazy this weekend, though. Yeah, but that would be crazy. <laughs> Did they win every game? Oh yeah, they went two out this weekend, and I'm checking last weekend. Yeah. You didn't pick them the coming week though, so they I know you don't think it's They went two next them. weekend. No, no, no. These picks Not... are these picks are strategic. I know they are, but you have them one one, so I don't think. <laughs> um, I think it's probably C C nine or TL. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, man! You got to get to a conclusion. No, I want you to do it, because I asked the question first. You want me to do it? Well, I want you to start. Well, I asked the question, dude. Okay, 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 okay. I think it will be... I'm going to give you an order from bottom to top. I think it is going to be... Oh, wait. Which is bottom? Thir like third? third? Okay. I'm going to give you third first. I think it's going to be Cloud9. Okay. Then oh, CLG, yeah. Team Link. Okay. I'm going to reverse third and second. You think Cloud9 is going to get wanted... the buy? I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, especially, I don't know. I just do. And I also uh, just really want TL to four-peat for the meme. So <laughs> going to put them in first. I, um... I also think they have a legitimate shot at doing it. But, <laughs> but 
I just also like the meme, you know, like when they're playing TSM, that's going to be a hard match. That they're picking Fox, fucking who knows what that's going to turn up as. But like, so C9 have a harder roster um, positionally, but that's only by like one slot. It's only by one position, really. Uh, harder than TL. Than CLG. Oh. Okay. So, I think CLG will well like their 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 opponent difficulty to me looks very similar. They both play optic. So, and you picked optic both games, you fucking Chad. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You want to change that with no, other mistakes? No, 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 no. no. no, 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 no. These are these are tactical picks. These are team fight. We're, tactics, we're gonna get to baby. these later, but I just think that Cloud Nine has been showing some holes. As much as they got a win against TL, I think it was really. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say random, but lucky. Like how they kind of turned up all the, like the dominoes fell in a row and it fell over. Because I don't with, think that yeah. happens twice. Uh, I think it had a lot to do, not with luck, but just with, I mean, they had a team fight. And I think side. it had a lot to do with how Shutdown Mid, mid got, like, that. How Shutdown Mid got, but also that was like, it just also, they had a comp that wanted to fight. <laughs> they had Aatrox, Gragas, Kiana. Like, that's a team that wants to go in. All right, we, talk, we already talked about this. But yeah, I just feel yeah, but like... I'm just saying, I don't think it's like a, a coin flip like you're saying it is, or like complete luck. I just feel like C9 has been showing more holes than TL in the in the in recent weeks, uh, especially if they play T uh, definitely any of these games, uh, or Kumo for that matter. Uh, I think TL is most definitely probably going to get first. They were on like a five game win streak heading into this weekend, so it was everyone was like, "Yep." TL's probably far and away the best team, and then they lost one game to C9, and they're like, are they really? I still think yes. Uh, but I also still think yes. But CLG have also been looking very solid. I think they're also on a pretty big win streak, or at least a really good ratio in the back half of the split. Uh, and I'm looking forward to them. Pro like As I said, I think they're going to get the bye, and I think they're probably going to do pretty well in playoffs. I think they're definitely going to do pretty well in playoffs. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that. I'm just picking C9 for fan service reasons. Like for fan service. For fa my own, it's I'm the fan and servicing myself. Um, I'm just yeah, sad I that I've re that I just uh, TSM has let me down so much. I don't understand. I should have thought this through because I made picks based on what I thought would happen, and, that and then I made my no, and then made my predictions the opposite of my picks. Right? If I'm right, then CLG loses the games. Again, well, maybe they if they go one one and C nine goes two zero. Okay, no, no, yeah, you, everyone can win up. No, no, okay, three, so I'm not super fucked then. Okay. All three of them do not play each other at all, so they can all they're all. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No one's in control of their own destiny besides TL. Okay, well, you know, fingers crossed for the fucking four meme to continue. But um, I have nothing else to say about this. I believe it's time to pay our respects. I wish I had an Echo Fox jersey, to be honest. Last, last episode, we had a conversation about what we thought would happen with Echo Fox. And about a day and a half after... Oh, it was like 12 hours. It came out like that the next morning. I, I literally didn't even look at the date, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 12 hours later, we got confirmation that Echo Fox is selling their slot, that we're not able to uh, get rid of the shareholder in time. And I am extremely sad, as I said I would be. I love Rick Fox. I think he's a great guy. I think he's great for the community. And I hope he can still be around in some aspect, although it seems 
extremely unlikely. So press F, friend. Yeah. Um, trying to pull up an article so I know exactly who is buying them. I haven't seen who's buying. I saw. I mean, well, we talked about how it's a rumor from uh, Jacob what was Wolf. It, P1? Uh, yeah, it's the guys who own P1. It's uh, Kronke uh, Sports and Entertainment are, are buying them for reported uh, $30.25 million. They're buying yeah. the LCS spot, by the way. Not not Equifox, not Equifox as a whole. Just the spot is worth $30 million. Equifox is probably worth a little more than that because they have other teams. They're probably worth somewhere maybe double or like 50% more than that. I don't know. Their Rocket League and fighting game uh, teams are apparently pretty good. They are. Uh, uh, Diego Park's fighting game seems pretty strong. And I think they've been doing stuff in uh, COD World Championship, but I don't follow. I don't, follow, I don't follow too many other esports, to be honest. I just follow fighting games. Uh, I'm. So what's so what's exactly happening is three teams that were denied partnership in the LCS have now are now being re-given their partnership through purchasing other. Well, this is the only slot that's being sold for somebody. Other Every other one. Yeah, the other team, the entire teams are being sold and rebranded and whatnot. Which, to be honest, is probably a good thing. Was it Optic who's selling? Optic is going to Dignitas and Clutch Gaming. No, Clutch is going to Dig. Optic is going to Immortals, right? I don't remember the order, but I know I think, that those are the yeah, four I think, teams involved. I think, that's, I think that's what's happening there. So, this has brought up a lot of questions about whether Riot's vetting process is good enough but to me two of the teams got bought out because this was seen as a successful venture like they bought them because they were making money and they wanted to be able to make that money if they could have bought slots into the lcs i bet you they would have done that instead of buying optic or clutch I, actually i'm not sure about optic because optic was bought for more more or less other reasons than the lcs slot but especially clutch gaming who basically only have an lcs slot that's why they got bought was for their LCS was, it was they got bought for the LCS slot, but because they were being successful in it. <laughs> yeah, you also can't buy the larger group of clutch gaming because it's the Houston Rockets. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy the. And uh, that's where that's segment. that is worth a lot more. <laughs> well, it's the 76ers buying it, so. Oh, but you. Can, I don't think you can, listen. No, yo, you that would be a really big just... problem inside of the NBA. So. Yeah, you can't own two teams. Also. I think you are really underestimating how much. How much money the 76ers have? No, how much Houston Rockets cost. I'm just trying to say it's in the big uh, basketball team. So, honestly, I don't know the, why... They sold for about $2.2 billion in 2017. That's a... For the Rockets. God damn. Yeah, no, dude, NBA teams make our goal for a lot. <laughs> so, so, do you think that this is a sign that Riot's... Uh, vetting process was not good enough. Uh, no, um, Riot is not does not give me the impression that they want to have any of those like uh, what was it? Team Impulse not playing, paying their players. Right? That was uh, like, probably who? Dragon Knights or uh, uh, LMQ. There's um, also yeah, there were a few teams. Yeah, I'm I think there were. Dignitas paid their players in mouse pads, literally. <laughs> like, look, I think. What I think is that Riot, in its effort to be taken more seriously as a sport, right, like drop the E, as a sport, 
would not fuck around with an instant like an organization that they think will cause a scandal financially, like not pay their players, do something like that. I think Riot is way too invested in getting esports and the LDLCS in particular, or not the LCS in particular, but the esports in particular, LOL esports in particular, to be taken seriously outside of just like a couple of, like a group of nerds, right? And that the way to do that isn't to hire super or allow in super, super shady organizations that are going to like throw a scandal and be like, well, this is just a bunch of fake shit, right? Like, if they're being let back in, to me, it signals whatever issues they had, they fixed, or they didn't have huge clearing issues in the first place as much as other teams made better proposals, right? We, as fans, might conjecture that the teams were denied because of issues, but it literally might just have been other teams had better proposals, better systems, right? Better something or other, and that's fine, right? Like, you know, so, so I don't think Riot would, would really, like, you know... From from what I've seen from like wh- how Riot picked and who got in who got out, it seemed like a big like financial interest is what they were really going for. They wanted to make sure that these members would be able to generate revenue in a in a reasonable amount of time. They would be able to make a profit and contribute to the league. There's like that's why they didn't go with Immortals because they just taken out not only like a loan. They would not only take out a loan for the LCS, but they had to take out a loan for uh, Overwatch. Which they, which they're uh, a part of. I think it's L.A. Valiant. I, I, I forget which, I forget which team they own. Uh, but they had a twenty million dollar <laughs> loan out for that too. So they were about to be thirty million dollars in the hole for the next five years, basically. And that's not really a team that you want to. And you and people are gonna say, well, Optic got in. Optic is a has been a, around for years. They they're an old Call of Duty uh, esports franchise or franchise uh, team, whatever. So they 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 were much more experienced. I get it; their entire company fell apart. But at the time when this franchising went down, it didn't look like that, and that's why they got it. So they weren't hunting for bad investors; they were just looking at who would make a profit. Yes, yeah, sure, there were some people that are like this, they don't really seem like they're going to be a good fit. They don't really seem like they know the scene well enough to be able to do this job. But that's again part of being able to turn a profit. And things like that can change, right? Like, if you can prove after the fact, like, here's what we were doing wrong last time. Here's what we will do right this time. Or here are the lessons we have learned. Right. And that can do a lot of good, right? And like, plus, in terms of gaining revenue, things like that, like marketing, are things other orgs are typically a little less uptight about sharing especially in a really personable league like this where a lot of the owners have known each other for almost a decade right like i'm not saying give away all the secrets but if a team comes to the team is like well you know like what about this it doesn't seem uh odd to me in esports to for like guidance to occur where it would in other sports between owners because owners of other sports are usually like magnate billionaires who have billions of dollars already and don't and they, really have, they actually have no idea how to run a baseball team <laughs> no no or any other team they're just buying it because it's fucking cool and they usually lose a lot of money to do it but but whatever um i don't know i i trust riot you know yeah i trust riot, I, I trust riot enough to know who was a bad deal considering they're they own one game and they make as much money as many of the other major publishers just putting that out there they make somewhere close to two billion dollars a year you know who make close to two billion dollars a year activision anyone who buys the houston rockets or sells the houston rockets <laughs> yeah that guy 
2.2 billion. Oh, that's, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just tried. So, so yeah, I can't wait for Dig to come back with that awful logo. I wonder, I can't wait to see who officially buys uh, the Echo Fox slot. It's that's totally not, not going to be Croc in esports. I've, I just it want P1 be. back. I, I love P1. Uh, ambivalent. The only thing I cared about P1 was Dark Meteos. I almost, I almost bought their fidget spinners. I almost, Dark Meteos! I almost Best bought timeline. a bunch of P1's f- fidget spinners, and I'm sad I did Dark, Dark Meteos is the alpha timeline. Um, Alright! Week 9, nine. picks. What, that's the week results. Okay, there's our week 9 picks up on screen for you right there. Boom! Right fucking there! So... Anthony has gone out of his way to try to strategize a win because he's more invested in this competition than I am. I, I didn't also even notice realize... that we're wrong somewhere on around 50% of the time, so it doesn't really matter what I think. No, um, it doesn't. It's a kind of a coin flip because it's really hard to predict shit like Best this. Best of ones! Yeah, also no training in the field. Uh, it's not even the training in the field. It's just that it's impossible to see what these teams are going to do off of two games a We also don't have access week. to as, as many of the stats as Riot does. No, we have access to all those stats. Oh, we do? Well, I don't use the them. The problem is, no, well, it's Game of Legends. That has all the stats that uh, Riot gets, basically. Sure, I believe you, but I don't look at them. So, CLG versus Optic. I picked... CLG, you picked Optic. Do, we, do, do you we really, really think... <sighs> what? No, 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 keep going. Oh, I was going to say, do you really, is Optic like a legit, I think Optic is going to win, or is an Optic like I want to win against Do I have Matt? CLG <laughs> in here? No, I think I changed my pick, actually. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Let me open up. Okay, I was looking at the doc. Okay, hold on. CLG, CLG. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> C9 versus GGS, I pick Cloud9, you pick Golden Guardians because you don't like me. Um, I pick Golden Guardians because Golden Guardians are looking a lot hotter than C9 to me. Especially right, after now, last week. I, I want you to know that I'm holding a, like, I talk, you know, I talk with my hands on, I'm holding like a paint scraper and flailing it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, just become like a pointer. Anyway. Let me join you. To, with a paint As scraper? As I cut my fingers with, no, it's a scissors. Oh, with scissors. Yeah. So, listen, <laughs> cover up the brand. No. Um, C9 vs. GGS, fair enough. 100 Thieves, Clutch Gaming. I think we both, we both picked 100 Thieves, mostly because I, don't have faith in Clutch to win another game. No, me either. <laughs> FlyQuest versus TSM. We both picked, t- picked TSM. They're just, they look better. They, <laughs> they do? Better. I mean, hey, look, look, who's beaten C9 more recently? I don't know. The answer is the answer's FlyQuest. They no, beat them on Neither Saturday. of them have ever beaten C9. Um, <laughs> it's revisionist yeah, history, sure. Man. Okay, but like... That doesn't mean they're going to beat TSM. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I just think TSM is probably going to outskill them I every think, lane like okay, they next normally we got, do. Fair enough. <laughs> TL versus Fox. I picked Team Liquid. You picked Echo Fox. I'm betting Echo Fox. You just want to pick gonna... them one last time before they left the league. A little bit, but at the same time, I also want to see Echo Fox get a 2-0 above Team Liquid and finish last. That would be very funny. I think it's unlikely to happen. Um, I don't, considering they cannot not finish last. No, I meant the beating TL part. <laughs> I didn't mean the finishing last part. No, no, no. This is this is my 50-50 shot. I'm gonna I know. get this. I know you are. I'm, I can't like, wait rude. for this game to turn up. I'm gonna never let it go. Dude, if it turns up, I also won't ever let it go. 
What are you talking about? I want it would be amazing. I want Team Liquid to win worlds because then I can say Echo Fox died so Team Liquid could win worlds because Echo Fox is the only team that could beat them. True. C9 versus Optic Gaming. You picked Optic Gaming. I picked C9. I, honestly, again, I think Optic have been looking better than C9. They couldn't close That's out against fair. Team Liquid, but, uh... I like Medios too. I think Medios is gonna get right in Sneaky's head. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, they had they had Sneaky and Medios on a cooldown, and they had, or no no they had Medios on the desk, and they talked to him and be like, hey, what do you think about this game next week? And he's like, I don't really have a lot of stakes in this game, at all. <laughs> oh, I love Medios. Medios Medios is a good guy. Medios is great. CLG versus 100 Thieves. We both picked CLG. That seems like an obvious pick yeah. for both of us. I also don't think 100 Thieves can make playoffs, so they might just start playing, uh, they, they might actually just put in their academy league and let their main team go, uh, go off and cavort. Maybe, or they just try to, like, fuck up CLGs. There are <laughs> odds, so they might actually play them day one, but I'm pretty sure they lose if Optic win one game. Mm. So. Oh, wait, no, hang on. They need Optic and Golden Guardians to win one game, which is very possible. Uh, what was the next match? TLTSM. Uh, I picked TLTSM. Team I think TSM, TSM are going to do it. I think so. I, I got to give my boys faith one last time before uh, they disappoint me again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, I can't blame you for that, buddy. I think TL... I, honestly, this weekend, I think TL are just going to stop getting a shit. I think they're really not going to care as much. They're going to just... Uh, they're, they're, I think they, they're guaranteed a buy, basically. Or no, actually, um, no, they're guaranteed a tiebreaker for a bye against Cloud9. Yeah, but I don't think that's enough for them. So I think they They only need have... to win one game and they have fun. Yeah, so I think how seriously they take day two is dependent upon how they do in day one, right? Because they do need... They, I'm sure they want to avoid the tiebreaker. Uh, Maybe. So, so if they lose to Fox, then fuck me, dude, I guess. <laughs> I, in general, I just think they're going to be playing a lot less serious this weekend overall even if they end up going That's to the fair. tiebreaker i think they are they're a lot more apathetic than they have been especially looking at how they just sort of killed over against cloud nine i don't blame you um ggs first clutch gaming we both pick gaming. Gold, uh, golden guardians and then fly quest yeah, first no. fox we both picked fly quest i think fly quest just they're, gonna I just, they're so be much better than team liquid that they're gonna demolish Echo Fox. <laughs> I um, I want us to be wrong. I want Echo Fox to go out on a win. I don't think they will. I think Echo Fox might also just put in their academy team and not give a shit. But uh, who knows? They might not because why not let the boys play together one last time? I guess. I'm not sure if they're gonna sell their roster with the team or they're gonna. Dude, they're buying a spot. They're not buying the org, right? Like the, these they, guys. They, right, but they could just transfer the uh, the contracts at the they, same time. Who knows? They could, but they don't have to, right? So it might not. This might be the end of this work. Like this specific set of people. So possible. Yeah. Might actually be sure, good so. that they rebuild. To be honest. Who knows? Not me. So, match preview: Tism versus Tool. <laughs> didn't really work Ugh. TSM versus Team Liquid <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah you ready for the matchup of the weekend 
Because I'm pretty sure this match isn't going to mean anything for either of these two by the time it happens. It's high key dependent upon other stuff. But it might matter. If TL win their first game, it doesn't matter at all. Correct. And if they don't win their first game, then it does matter. So TSM can still get a buy. So if TSM go 2 0. Wait, can they? Yes. Oh, yeah. Everybody else has to like, lose a lot, though. I'm actually not sure about their Cloud9 matchup. I'm not sure if they're 0 2 or 1 1 against Cloud9. I can't remember. TSM? Yes. Me either. You know, I'll go look it up. I'll look it up while you talk. So. I think there's pretty decent odds that TSM can make that buy slot and beating Team Liquid is one of the things they have to do it. And I'm betting you they do. I'm willing to bet on it. I'll put down the house that I totally do not own. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I feel like C9 are just not going to care. I feel like they're going to be rather apathetic about it. I feel like they might even swap out a player if to get somebody who they might want to try to have as a backup who knows then again tl doesn't look like a team who ever want to swap out players to be honest but i'm banking on apathy i'm banking on them not giving a shit do you find it i i don't i can only find one of the matchups a week seven it was c9 and then the first time they played no that's What number was week seven? 14? July 14? Where are you looking? I'm not looking at our thing. I don't know. I'm looking at the schedule. Uh, where the hell is it? Dude, I literally can't find it. Week, week three, TSM won. They're 1-1. One, one. So TSM do have a potential for a tiebreaker against Cloud9 for that last buy slot. I see. But CLG can just win two games and get it. Oh, I know what I was doing. What were you doing? I was scrolling up and I saw MSI and I was like, well, that's the old international, so I'm not going to go any farther up. And then I missed it. Oh, you went to Rift Rivals. Yeah, Rift Rivals is what I meant, my bad. So yeah, uh, TSM need this win to uh, complete their uh, run for that buy, and uh, gosh, don't know, they're gonna do it. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna do it? No, I already we already went over our picks. I don't think they're gonna do it. Uh, I think TL is a good try. I think TL is still the best team in the league. I think you agree with me because you literally said. You oh did. no, yeah, I think they're gonna be the best team in the league. Yeah, uh, I think TSM's obviously up there. Um, TL seems like the kind of team who's more likely to dick around in the beginning or the middle than the end. They seem very interested as a unit and as a bunch of individuals in winning and the prestige of winning and the prestige of a lot of titles. And of course, there's the old Jensen Bjergsen sort of beef, though, well, not beef, but rivalry, the double lift uh, Bjergsen rivalry, right? I think that if a, there's one team these people are going to really try about, I see your hand raised, but we're not in a classroom, so fucking hold on. I'll go over your eyes and bite you, but I think if there's one team they're actually going to, like, pull out the sauce on, it's going to be TSM every time, just because of that lineage. This happened last split. Yeah, the last foot was a rock, paper, scissors, so... A little bit, but the, the TSM Not a little bit, won. what are you talking TSM about? It was 2-0, 2-0, 2-0? Oh, 
What? T TSM still won the game. Alright, well... Did the TSM win this split? <laughs> what? No? I'm pretty sure they're gonna be 1-1 with everybody. This is the last match. Are they gonna be 1-1 with TL? Wait, huh? I'm asking you... If they already beat Team Liquid or not. I don't know, but I... I don't believe so. I think so. TL won. So if TSM win now, it's going to be a 1-1 Well, yeah, if they win time. now, it'll be a 1-1. But I'm saying I think they lost the last one. Yeah, they did. It was week one. No, that's not right. Yes, that that should be right. June 1st. So, I don't know. Oh, how time flies. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. We're going to get that. We're going to get that buy spot. Just like the seven-way tie happened, we're gonna get that buy spot. God bless you. I missed. That was such a good day. That was so fucking good. Holy shit. Uh, too bad that kid. Actually, wait. That, I don't know. The foldy sheet's gonna be back, and I'm looking forward to the foldy sheet, man. I kind of want to have one, but it's like, hey, you want to print out, like, nine yards of foldy sheet just to cut no. it in half? No, I don't. Uh, if anyone is looking for the foldy sheet, by the way, you can probably just check either lol esports or the lol stats team twitter and they'll put it out the day of that's amazing I, I, yeah <laughs> i'm excited for the foldy sheets but i'm also not gonna i'm a i'm a, I'm a stats whore i like my stats uh give me numbers i just think it's fun okay matt you want to give me the you one take us on home yeah i'll take us on home that's right i'll do it for this week wait, 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 wait. week eight of the lcs and linda leland's podcast you can catch us every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash nizzy2k11. Catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate it.